Morning, y'all. Welcome to our Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see you online this morning. Thanks for joining. Ashley, Aaron, Andrew, Tim. Yeah, mate, we've got to make a living. Hey, we've got to... <laughs> We've got to make a buck or two uh, to uh, keep the wheels turning. Morning, Alison. Thanks for joining me, folks, for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good morning, whoever that is. Facebook user, you show up uh, You show up as Facebook user because you're in the private mentoring group. So good morning to you. Uh, right back at you. Um, hey, I'll do the intros while, uh, while the internet is warming up those sorts of things. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. But if you're new, if you're wondering by, you're new to our mentoring program, uh, to coaching, to building your property portfolio, let us know in the chat uh, and give us a shout out where you are in the world today. Sometimes we have people from all over the world. Kevin from Florida. Jeff, there he is. (laughs) Good evening. You know, um, so yeah, folks, good to see you here for another wonderful Wealth Coffee chat on a Wednesday. Um, yeah, daylight savings, it does chuck a bit of a spanner in the works, doesn't it, Andrew? Yeah, I'm not a fan, to be honest. Um, but I do see the attraction. Being, I went, was down in um, Sydney for a few days not so long ago, and it was nice to sort of, you know, finish work and still have a bit of daylight left in the day. But uh, there you go. Anyway, hey, has anyone been... Uh, um, seeing what uh, conversations are going on out in the uh, world of media. I tell you what, listen, folks, if you, and I know anyone who dials in who's been listening to me, chatting with me, being part of my uh, little crazy crew for a while, you guys would know, you guys would know that I talk about, you know, the nonsensical uh, information that the media report on and, you know, by and large... It is mostly uh, clickbait, headline-driven. Headline-driven, you know, they're trying to sell advertising. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's a bit of a cluster, to be honest. You know, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in their position, the RBA, that's for sure. However, we as property investors need to understand some information, some some facts, some knowledge uh, to be able to make decisions and manage our portfolio, manage certain things at certain times. You and I both know that we would not, not in a pink fit, make decisions based on newspaper or media reporting. We all know that, you know. Everyone's got a bit of an agenda, including me. Everyone's got an agenda, including you. What is that agenda? Any media outlet, their agenda is to sell advertising. That's it. That's it, folks. So what do they do? They need to get more traffic. They need to get more eyeballs. So they do drastic, often sensationalized headlines. There you go. Anyway, so the headlines at the moment making making their way um, around. Um, uh, yep, yeah, Alison's talking about, you know, they've overcooked investor lending. You know, and this is nothing new, is it, Alison? We've been talking about this for ages. But, um, you know, let's have a look at what's going on right now. You know, there we go. Rate pause to trigger 9% house price increases in Sydney. You know, what? I thought the world was ending. I thought the world was ending, folks. I thought it was over. 
you know, uh, the property market was going to collapse, you know, 20%, 30% falls in house prices, blah, 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 blah. What absolute rubbish. You and I both know we have talked about the fundamentals of what drives the property market and someone who works for a newspaper they don't understand that. They don't. They probably don't even own real estate. They'd be lucky if they own their own bloody house, you know. Um, and now they're deemed to be, you know, deemed to be an expert, which is which just drives me crazy. All right. So you know, let's have a look at what's going on here, and let's just talk about you know what really happened. Alison is talking about the world of lending. Well, in 2017-18, something happened. Does anyone know the world of lending uh, affected us pretty significantly? Put that in the chat for me. What happened in 2018? Uh, yeah, 90% in county. <laughs> um, tell me, what happened in, in, um, in 2017-18, folks? You know, the world of this idea of APRA will make lending safer. No, you bloody didn't. You made it harder, more expensive, uh, and people could borrow less. What a joke that was! Anyway, let's have a look at the, the effect of these things. Um, and now they're now they're not implementing any of those recommendations from some Henry bloke, right? Um, what, what, anyway, don't get me started on that one. Anyway, I've started, Jason. <laughs> so APRA carried on like a bunch of pork chops, right? And what did it do? What did it do to the marketplace because it restricted lending? Okay, uh, in an already in an already tightening, undersupplied marketplace. And listen, folks, I've talked about this before. COVID was just the the nail in the coffin. This was already happening. So we had a decline, um, and it was the it was the largest decline in median house prices uh, in twenty years. I don't know if anyone noticed that. Um, anyway. It wasn't the end of the world, by the way. It was like 8%, right? You know, um, um, something like that. Marketplace went down, COVID hit a little bit, and then what happened? Then what happened with COVID? All right, interest rates were low. Everyone got excited. You beauty. All right, then comes along interest rates going up, and we had a little bit of a turn like this, right? Now, this on average was between 30 and 40% increase over a period of time. Now, anyone who is worth their salt in any way, shape or form, any sensible human, understanding that the average increase in property prices over time is between 5 and 7% compounding yearly, knows that a 30-40% increase is like a little bit of a win as far as we're all concerned but it was manufactured by, tell me in the chat, what was this manufactured by? What were the two things, and we talked about this, that accelerated that growth? Team, tell me what it is. Tell me right now what, what that was. All right, APRA put pressure on the marketplace. Two things accelerated that growth when it came to the property market when COVID came along. Let's put a Government grants, yeah, low interest rates, low supply. Yep, yep, that's that's true, actually. Tim, there's three things, three things. Right, yep, low interest rates, low interest rates, low supply, and uh, some grants. 
Grants didn't bloody help. Uh, that is for sure. So that's what happened. It was stimulated. This, this, and this. All right. Now, let's have a look at what's still hanging around right now, right? Which one of these things, which is the, you know, which one of those things, which one of these things cannot change? Which one of these things is not like the other one? Anyway, <laughs> which window will we choose today, Big Ted? Um, listen, which one of these cannot change fast? What will not change fast and will play out for quite a while in our world? There you go, Massey. Right, look, low interest rates, they can go up pretty quickly. We've all discovered that within six months. They've doubled, doubled. There you go. Uh, grants, overnight, boom, no more grants, you lot. All right, but the one thing that's not going to go away anytime soon is the supply. And what happened is we're having a bit of a lull here. People are going, oh, I wonder if I can afford it. And what has reacted? Low supply, two things. Rents have gone up and are going to continue to go up. You guys know this. Now, before I show you this next piece uh, of data, and I'll flick back to this thing, what have Sam and I been saying? You guys tell me. What have Sam and I been saying for six months about the property market? What, what have we been saying? I've said it over and over again. Jeff, how are you, mate? Mark, good to see you. What have we been saying? Have we, did we jump on the bandwagon going, oh, yeah, interest rates have gone up, so the whole market's going to collapse, folks. It's it's over. It's dead. Like, quick, get out before, before Bitcoin goes to zero. Rental boom's coming. And along with the rental boom coming, that then allows you and the property market, yep, it's undersupplied, right? Now, that... Those things, a rental boom coming and the worst undersupply we've ever seen, if you didn't get a chance to take a look at the last two mentoring nights we've done, team, where we had Brennan Latimer on and Sam talk about the two pieces uh, or those two things, it's going to, it's, it was awesome. You've got to go check it out if you, if you haven't already, all right? But listen, the marketplace has got enough pressure, we've said it for a while, enough pressure to continue to march on for um, as we go. Absolutely. And, you know, if you buy some good quality stuff, what's going to happen in 24, 25, even if, even if the supply chain gets its skates on, right, even if the supply chain gets its skates on and the government's talking about building a million properties uh, with all of these institutional investors, that's going to do nothing. That's going to actually make supply worse. It's going to make supply worse. Supply is going to get worse. Now the government's going to get involved. <coughs> I talked about this the other day. Use our super money, our super money to solve their stuff up. What a joke. And they're going to build bunches of crap, overpriced rubbish. That's not going to help the, the marketplace. Anyway, gets me fired up, this does. Anyway, <laughs> so what do we do? Like Sharon said, we buy quality, quality. And right now, like Sam said, when the interest rates are up and the average person 
is scared and they're sitting in the corner going, oh, the world's going to end. The world's going to end, which it's not. You and I both know that. And if you didn't already from today, now you do. It's not going to end, team. Matter of fact, there's a reprieve, an opportunity for you to buy good quality stuff at the right price. That's what's in two or three years' time. It's going to be worth 50, 80, 100 grand more easily, easily every day of the week. Already there's talk of what's going on. There's talk of the RBA slowing down, putting a pause on um, interest rate rises, which is fine because there has been, you know, um, some significant economic challenges and they can't continue to rise prices uh, or rise the cost of living on people when, uh, you know, when it's not attached to consumption. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that one today. I'll get someone else in on that. So what does it mean? What does it look like? Where are we? Let's have a little look at these ideas. All right, 9%. Why, why, why are now we're seeing some reports on interest rate rises and capital growth kicking off again? All right, well, the reason that is happening, team, is because the RBA is talking about pausing. We we have seen, and I was celebrating the moment the RBA went from 0.5 to 0.25 interest rate increases because I knew that that marked the occasion that we were going to see the end of those interest rate rises uh, within three to six months, maybe even less. And it could be, could be that there will be no interest rate rise in December and January. Um, Let's see Uh, again. So here's the drill, right? There are now talk, not about property prices collapsing and the world ending, but talk about property prices kicking on again, right? You know, where does that look like it's worth it. It looks like Sydney. Anyway, I, I, I don't know if I, I agree with Sydney, but anyway, I'm not quite sure where people will get the borrowing power out of that. But the point is, team, things can change pretty quickly in this game. Some things can and some things can't. What things can't change are the fundamentals underlying the next three to five years in the property game. All right? the property investment space. For us, supply is going to be low. There's going to be lots of pressure on rents. And medium to long term, that is where you want to be as a property investor. As a property investor. All right. Well, there you go. Anyway, a bit about rambling rant today. But the point is we're not taking our advice or decision-making by reading headlines in a newspaper, are we? What do we do? We get connected to information, data, and experience when it comes to our property portfolio. So that's what you're in the mentoring program for. If you're not in our mentoring program, you should be. There you go. Anyway, that's it, folks. I'm done. I'm just rambling now. So you guys be awesome. Be well. Wealth Coffee Chat, done and dusted. Uh, over and out for today. Join me tomorrow for another one. 
As always, let me know if there's something on your mind. Leave me a comment in the chat. If you're, uh, if you want me to have a bit of a conversation about something. And remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint, folks. You gotta buy well, not bloody sell. Alright, keep the things. Alright, folks, that's it. I'm done. Good to see ya. Bye, folks. Cheers, Tim. Cheers, Mark. Cheers, Sharon. Cheers, Jeff. Masai. Bye-bye. See you, Andrew.